Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross from the future. I'm recording this about 170 episodes in. We're currently in June 2023 and I just thought I'd record an introduction to my earlier episodes for the simple reason my sister was at breakfast the other day in a cafe and she overheard a lady saying to her friend, I have just found the inner work conversation. It's really, really useful. I'm going to go right the way to the beginning and work my way through the episodes. And it immediately made me want to try and contact this lady who I have no idea who she is and be like, no, don't do that. Because this this podcast, it's been going for a few years. And during that time, I have grown. I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown more confident in my abilities and in my competence, not just in my podcasting abilities, but also in what I do with my clients. I've become much more sure about who I best work with, who I best serve, and how we can best have conversations around the topics that are meaningful to the people who I work with. And so it makes me want to go, oh God, no, listen to the more recent episodes. That's where you're going to get your best value. That's where you're going to get your best insights. And it also, to be honest, makes me go, oh, in those older episodes, I sound different. I sound different because I was trying really hard. I was trying really hard to be liked and accepted. I was trying really hard to find my place in this in this space. And I think it comes through. I think that you can hear that. And I'll be honest, there's some old, old episodes that I've gone back and I've thought, oh, that, that's made me cringe or I actually disagree with myself. And so it leaves me with the question, why wouldn't I take the old episodes down? And my simple answer is this. As we all navigate life and business, we all evolve and we all grow. And there is always going to be an older version of us that we wish we'd have said things differently or we wish we'd have done things differently. Like for example, at the beginning of my business, I wish that I'd have been much more confident in who I worked with and how I can serve them and really back in my own, you know, opinions around certain things. But I can't go back. None of us can. None of us can go back to a previous version of ourselves and rewrite time. And so I'm leaving all of my older episodes in for one reason only. And that is because I want you to take these older episodes and take them for what they are, a demonstration of someone growing and evolving and learning in public. And I I say all of this and I introduce this episode with the hope that that not only inspires you, but also helps you to give yourself permission to grow and evolve and learn in public. So many of us just won't put ourselves out there for fear that it's not going to be good enough and you know it's not going to be right and when i when i listen back to my original my my initial podcast episodes it's not good enough and it's not right by my standards now but it was back then everyone has to start somewhere we all have to start somewhere we can't just rock up to something and be who we want to be or have the quality that we want to have from day one. So with what you're about to listen to, please, please know that as these podcasts, as the numbers roll on, the more me you will hear me get, but that's the more me now. Yeah. And that's not to say that there isn't value and insight in these older episodes. It's just letting you know that this is my version of growing and evolving out loud. So with all that said, let's get into the episode. Hello 
and welcome to episode 21 of the Inner Work Conversation, a podcast with leaders like you in mind. I'm Nikki Cross, founder and CEO of Thrive Life and Business, and in today's episode, I am calling bullshit on being busy and giving you three ways to support yourself out of the busy and into the bold. I want you to make bold decisions about the way you use your time. I want you to use your time intentionally. I want you to lead in your life and in your business. So no long intro today. Let's get stuck in. If you are always busy, then you have got to ask yourself why. In this episode, what I want to do is lift a lid on the ways that you keep yourself stressed out and burnt out and and forever far away from reaching your goals. So the first thing that I want to say is this, I've been there. And the second thing that I want to say is it doesn't take much for me to slip back into being there. So I feel highly qualified to be recording this episode today. Um, And it's really topical for me too, because last week for me was exceptionally busy, busy to the point where I got to Friday and I was frazzled, really frazzled. It was a huge warning sign and I want to explain why. Inside Thrive Together, there are two modules that are imperative for any leader to watch and they are goal setting and power planning. And the reason that I think these two go hand in hand but are so important is because of weeks like I've had last week because sometimes things can drop in that we didn't account for um so opportunities that we just can't let pass by or an elderly an elderly relative needing support or children need to be in care for or our team needing more support in ways that we haven't accounted for when I say if you're always busy you've got to ask yourself why I really do mean specifically that I think that in leadership positions, whether you are a founder, a business owner, a team leader, whatever you are, so when I say if you're always busy, you've got to ask yourself why. What I what I mean is specifically that, you know, what I'm not talking about here is a day or a week or a one-off or a phase. That's life, you know. We're all going to be interrupted by things that just can't be accounted, you know, accounted for and prepared for. But if you are always busy you have got to ask yourself why. So going back to the reason I mentioned those two modules in particular, in power planning, I talk a lot about something called HVAs and these are your highest value activities. They link to your goals. So if your goal is to decrease your BMI, then HVA would be to increase your daily intake of vegetables. If your goal is to double your income, then a HVA would be to increase revenue generating activities. If your goal is to learn how to juggle, then a HVA would be to practice daily. You get the gist. The knowledge that you gain from these two modules, from goal setting, identifying what meaningful goals you want to pursue, and power planning, identifying the best ways to work for you to make sure that you are holding yourself accountable and you are scheduling in that clean rest. The knowledge that you gain from these two modules is then put into action with our weekly power planning live workshops. So these are 30 minutes usually on a Monday morning, but my God, some of the comments have been, it's really helped me to refocus. I didn't come last week and my week went to shit. It's been good to recenter and gain that clarity again. So If I were you and if I was listening to this podcast, I'd be thinking, okay, so you designed this training (laughs) and 
you run, you lead those power planning sessions, those live power planning sessions. So why did your week go to shit last week then? And the main reason for me is because I broke the one key rule of power planning, which is when you finish the things that you'd set out to achieve that day, stop. Now, I know that for some of you, you might be thinking, but I'm really, really busy. Like I really am. I've got so much to do. The to-do list is never ending. And if I finished everything at two o'clock, well, I still have another three hours that I could squeeze more stuff into. And that is exactly where you are fucking yourself over. Exactly like I did last week. My little magpie brain identified an opportunity to do more, to squeeze more in. And the results were mistakes made, frazzled brain, and in honesty, a bit of resentment really towards the people around me that were having a good time doing the things that they wanted to do and me not, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, but do you see how easy it is to slip? I teach this shit and I slip up. So what this episode isn't really about that. I just wanted to position it. I could go into the deeper stuff around identity. So for me, for example, my parents, I come from a very hardworking, industrious mindset. My inner child wants to live up to that ideal. But this episode isn't about me. I just wanted to give you the context before we jump in that if you're a leader listening to this and you're carrying shame because you feel like you should be managing your time better, or if you're inside Thrive Together with me and you're carrying shame that you've watched the module and you've come to the weekly power planning with me and you shouldn't be feeling this way, then I hope that me explaining that has given you context and reassurance that you can drop the shame. It's not serving you. And we all have to do the work to make sure that we are empowering ourselves. So here's what I've got for you today. I've got three ways to identify and understand your burnout and your busyness and hopefully give you some food for thought on how to overcome it. So three things. First thing is conditioning and choice. Because if you're not very busy, are you even trying? Do you even deserve the success that you're having? Are you setting a bad example to the people you, that you lead if you break, if you take rest, if you stop after doing the things that you said that you were gonna do that day? Are you setting a bad example? because you may have always worked this way. I had a lady join Thrive Together just this week who was explaining to me that for her whole career, I won't reveal what it is, but for her whole career, it's been reacting and getting called late at night, even sometimes the night before, for what she needs to do to prepare for the next day. So there's conditioning going on there, but sometimes we have to recognize, especially when we settle into a leadership position or move into owning your own business, we have to recognize that we had a job that required us to be reactionary. But as a leader, it's now time for us to step up and role model to the people that we serve. For ourselves, our colleagues, it's not actually the way to lead. Self-denial is not how you earn the right to be worthy. Burning out is not how you show the world that you deserve success. Being busy is not how you justify your existence. You do not have to be busy. It is a choice. And I know that for some of you, you might be thinking either, I'm going to turn the module off, uh, sorry, the episode off, or you might be about to get in touch with me and asking me if I understand your specific scenario. And obviously the truth is, I don't know your specific scenario, but what I do know 
is that each of us have our own set of cards, our own set of circumstances. And for some of us, we have pets and kids and elderly parents and a tyrant boss who micromanages our every move. Um, and for others of us, our greatest responsibility is a cactus plant, you know? <laughs> but whatever your set of cards is, I am here to tell you that busy, regardless of what you've got on your plate, regardless of the cards that you've been dealt, is very often a state of mind. You know, while I'm mopping the floor, I'm thinking of the email I've got to send that I'm late in sending. While I'm sending the email, I'm thinking about what to cook for dinner. While I'm cooking dinner, I'm feeling very bad that I'm not listening to an audiobook and maximising the time. Fucking hell. No wonder you feel burnt out. Do you say, I understand, of course, we each have a different amount of obligated tasks to do in any given period of time, a day, a week, a month, whatever, but it's on you to assess those obligations and the obligations you owe to yourself to look after yourself in order to determine your pace. And the pace has got to be one that works for you. I was working with a client recently who she has an established business and and it's pretty incredible. And she wants to open another business in a completely different industry and we've explored it. It's an incredible idea. She is gonna absolutely smash it. But there are many steps to transition her out of being so hands-on in her current business to free her up in order to create space for her new business. And my question to her on repeat during our coaching and in between our coaching sessions is, what is our pace right now? What is our pace? Because determining your pace does not let you off the hook. It does not mean that you lose sight of your goal. It means that you are respecting your current set of cards while working towards creating a set that works better for you. So that's point number one. Point number two <laughs> is one that you're all gonna probably feel a little bit attacked by, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> it's the I'm very busy badge, aka the martyr, aka the one who must be doing really well because she's always busy, aka the victim of time. Being busy gives us a permission slip to hide hide from the things that require courage, hide from the decisions that need to be made that are scary as shit, hide from the progress that you could make but feel unworthy of, hide from the situations that would fill up your cup but you feel like you don't deserve them. Being busy is a strategy that many of us have learned to use because we simply haven't recognised that nobody is coming to save us. Nobody is going to come and save you. You have to do that for you. And if you are listening to this episode thinking, how, Mick, how, how when I've got 10 kids who've all got hobbies and I run a business and my thumb clearly fucking loves scrolling Instagram, how? You do it by taking control. You do it by surrendering. You do it by reviewing whether the life that you're currently living is your desired life. You do it by owning the fact that Actually, there are some things that you simply can't change. They might not be through choice, but there are some things you cannot change about your life right now. And there are some that you absolutely fucking can, but you're not. You do it by making sacrifices that will empower you. You do it by making difficult decisions, by doing the inner work on your own self-worth. And you do it by planning and deciding and committing daily. I was on a dog walk Um Oh, it was about six weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. Oops, now. Um, and it was only a quick lunchtime one to give my brain a bit of a break. 
And I ran into another dog walker who we have the usual chit chat and the friendly hello. And um, and they said, how's your little business thing going? And I answered, oh, it's going really well. I'm loving it. It was the scariest but best decision I have ever made. To which they then said, oh, that's great news. You know, really happy for me. You must be really busy. To which I said, oh, no, no, I'm not actually really busy. I'm probably less busy now than I ever have been. And, you know, keep in mind in my last role, I was traveling up and down the country. It was crazy. But anyway, back to the point. They looked at me completely baffled by the look on their face and the energy I felt. And it's fair to say the insecurities I hold because I'm still doing the identity work. The things in that moment that I thought that they might have thought is, A, if the business is going so well, how the hell are you not busy? B, isn't it a bit obnoxious to say that you're not busy? C, you must be charging people too much if you're not busy, but your business is doing well. And D, it'll probably fail. If you're not busy, you've probably just been lucky so far. All of those things is what I thought they thought. (laughs) And to be fair, they probably never thought any of those things at all. They might have just thought, nice one. That's inspiring and refreshing. You know, but my brain, that's where my brain, my brain took me there. So, Wearing the I'm so busy badge is the reason that you're not hiring a, a cleaner or an assistant. Wearing the I'm so busy badge is the reason you're avoiding exercise. Wearing the I'm so busy badge is the reason that you are missing out on the things that you wish you had time to do. Wearing the I'm so busy badge is why you scroll on social media instead of doing the three minute round of Wim Hof breathing method that will make you feel brilliant. I will link it in the show notes. But here's the thing. The only prize for wearing this badge, being the martyr, whatever you want to call it, is that you lose out. That's it. That's the prize. So now that you know that, are you going to take the badge off? um, Another thing that I'm going to include on the show notes today is a link to the emotions wheel. Have you noticed in your language when someone says, oh, hi, how are you? You will say, oh, yeah, really busy. Have you noticed that about yourself? So are you going to lead your team by showing them that you've attended power planning with me on a Monday and you demonstrate that leadership to them by owning your obligations and pacing yourself and encouraging them to do the same? You push back on them, they push back on you. You support them, they support you. Are you going to be present and in the moment with yourself when you drink that cup of coffee? Or are you going to be, or is your head going to be all over the place? Are you going to smile at yourself as you walk past the mirror and remind yourself that you deserve to feel good? Or are you just going to walk past the mirror, ignore yourself completely because you've got things to do? Are you going to progress towards the goals that are really, really fucking meaningful to you? Or are you just going to stay busy? Wearing that badge is a shift in identity and it's a choice that you get to make and it will inform your mindset. So you can say it out loud with me now. I am not busy. Say that. I am not busy. I am not a busy person. Say it. I am not a busy person. I choose my pace. I choose my pace. I choose my mindset. These are your words. These are your subconscious thoughts that you are thinking on repeat. And what I'm asking you to do with the I'm too busy badge, is that what I called it? I'm so busy, I'm too busy, I can't remember. I'm asking you to choose what badge you're wearing, what identity you're putting on. It's so important. Um, And it really does 
impact the actions that you will or won't take. And the last point, point three, is, <laughs> and I, I actually, when I was putting these points together, I don't know if this, this last point is just a me thing. So I would be really, really interested to know when you get in touch with me, either on Instagram or LinkedIn or however you, you follow up with me, tell me if this is you too. The last point that I want to identify with you is what happened to me last week. And it's something that I call magpie brain. My magpie brain completely fucks me over. It goes like this. Ooh, there's a new shiny thing. Ooh, that's a good idea. Ooh, that conversation could be lucrative. Ooh, that was successful. What else could I do? My, <laughs> my magpie brain is looking out for the next shiny opportunity that takes me away from diligently following the plans that my calm and balanced and composed and focused brain has already made. And I know that those plans and following through with them are gonna help me to make progress on what I really want in my life and what I really wanna be doing. But sometimes to achieve the things that I wanna achieve or to do the things that I wanna do, sometimes I have to do things that are boring or scary or require courage. And my magpie brain covertly helps me avoid those things by convincing me that the other things would be a good idea. <laughs> Can you relate? I was on a call with my mentor a few weeks ago and he asked me how Thrive Together was going. And I said, oh, it's great. They love it as much as I love it. And it's exactly what I wanted for me and for them. Um, and of course, being my mentor, he challenged me on my commercials, how I'm positioning it, how am I selling it, and all the more sort of salesy considerations that are absolutely the reason why I work with him that I wouldn't normally naturally make. And towards the end of the call, we, you know, we were discussing goals for it and he gave me the advice. He was like, Nick, it's, it's, it's really great and it's really working and the feedback you're getting is great. Just keep going. To which I responded, yeah, I will. Yeah, thanks. And maybe in the summer I could launch a program. And he was just like, did you just fucking ignore everything that just came out of my mouth? Like, did you not listen to anything <laughs> that I've just said? And I, we, we have very open and frank discussions and I sat on that for weeks. And what I started to question myself with was why when I've created something that is going amazing, that gives people that I wanna serve exactly what they need at a value exchange that easily outweighs in their favor, why would I then think, great, what else can I do? What else can I do? How else can I serve them? What other revenue generating opportunities are there? I'll tell you why, magpie brain. Magpie brain works with my ego. It works by doing two things, helping me spot opportunities to expand, helping me avoid pain. And here's how that might have played out. Magpie brain spots the opportunity. Oh, look, you could launch something in the summer. Magpie brain helps me avoid pain. Oh, well, if it's going so well now, what if a few months down, weeks or months down the line, it they start to hate it? Better have a backup plan so you don't look like a dickhead if Thrive Together fails. Do you see? <laughs> Do you see how that works? And so, of course, once I had a chance to reflect on his works and reconnect with my vision and my mission, the answer was abundantly clear. I will not be launching anything new this year. I will be focusing on my one-to-one -one clients. 
I will be focusing on Thrive Together and I will pour everything I have into those bodies of work, safe in the knowledge that who they are meant to serve will be drawn to them and who has taken what they need will move on to their next development opportunity. Honestly, making this decision and closing the door on that magpie opened up, opened me up to new ideas for Thrive Together and for my one-to-one clients that wouldn't have crossed my mind or have been available to me had my attention have started to go elsewhere. You know, things like, could I get the content inside of Thrive Together accredited by the ILM, the Institute of Leadership and Management? I think that's what it stands for. Could I work in partnership with more service providers to add more value for my current members? Could I get more support and more mentors inside Thrive Together so that my members have more access to a range of coaching styles, not just mine? Of course, like these are all ideas for later down the line. If you're inside Thrive Together, just know it's not standing still. It's it, The value of it will only ever increase because I am committed to, that's my commitment. And it requires, to, to do that, all of these ideas, they're not for right now, but do you see those ideas wouldn't have come had I have followed the magpie into the woods. It requires discipline. It requires connection to yourself and to your mission to be able to catch the magpie brain in the act and not follow it. All of which I teach you and support you with inside Thrive Together. But if you're not a member and you're only gaining access to my support through this episode or through this podcast, here are the things that I would recommend off the top of my head. Number one, daily, daily connect to yourself what is important to you. Now, I personally do that through journaling. Some people go on a walk and ask themselves that question. Some people meditate over it. But ask yourself daily, what is important to me? Short, medium, long term. What meaningful goals would I love to inch forward on? What rest will I need to make sure I'm looking after myself? How can I reward myself? This is so important. It goes back to that first point. How can I reward myself for completing the things that I said I would do today? So a reward, people think, oh, well, I could go shopping or eat cake or no, bloody hell, a reward for your brain is stop. (laughs) I, I was on the phone to a really good friend of mine the other week and we were talking about this and she was saying, well, bloody hell, Nick, you know, the to-do list never ends. I was like, okay, so how about this? If you sent your child to school and instead of, okay, so school's going to finish at three or wherever school's finished, the teacher said, you just carry on working. We're not sure when school's going to finish today. So you just carry on working and um, we'll let you know when school's going to finish. It's like, I don't know if you've ever watched that program, the SAS program with Aunt Middleton. It's like the sickener. It's like, okay, so I never know when this is going to end. That is what you're doing to your brain by giving it more and giving it more and giving it more. If you get your three things done, I always, for me, I always put three things that I'm definitely going to do in that day. Everything else can slot in, all the other meetings can slot in, and then that's the end of my day. If I get to two o'clock and it's all done, and I then give myself more to do, there is no reward for my brain. There is no reward. So if I just stop, and go and do something that I want to do, that is the reward for my brain. And I know that for a lot of you, I totally understand that your next question will be, what if I don't What if I don't know what I like to do? Well, you're never gonna find out if you just keep giving yourself more work to do, are you? <laughs> you know? 
So yeah, that's what I mean. Like give yourself a reward. And then a couple of other things. Once you set your goals, reconnect to them. Add structure to your day in a way that suits you. Not in a way that the Miracle Morning says to do it. Not in a way that your favorite mentor says to do it. Not in a way that works for me or for them. In a way that works for you. Again, this is something that we teach inside Power Planning. Um, last couple of points, ask for support. Ask ask your people, ask the people who love you, your team, the people who are there to support you, ask them for the support that you need. And if you haven't got any access to support that you need at the moment, can you use a system? You know, can you use Planoly for your social media? Can you use Dubsado for your processes? There are so many things out there that if you just get off the bike that you've pedaling so fast on, to stop and see that you've got the keys to a car, you might you might be less busy. Um, yeah, so all of these, of course, they're all considerations. They're all ones that we work through together inside Thrive Together. And the reason that I'm mentioning that, there was once a time when I wouldn't have dreamed of selling to you at the end of an episode. But because I know the impact that being a member of Thrive Together is having on people, I am completely confident in telling you about it um, so that you as a you know business person to business person so that you can go away and make an informed decision. So just to be really transparent with you at the moment and for the rest of April 2021, it will be at the current price that you will find on the website. If you join after that, the price will be going up to reflect the value. I would love to welcome you in. My current members would love to welcome you in. They're bloody amazing. In there, we've got founders, leaders of teams, business owners with teams, business owners without teams, team leaders, CEOs. You would be in great company. And you can join for a month and you can cancel any time or you can commit to the year, which basically gives you two months for free. But what I would say is this, if today's episode resonated with you, I'm inviting you to go and have a mooch if you feel that you benefit from being inside, join us. And with that, I'm going to leave it there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please leave me a review inside your podcast app. I love creating these episodes. And in return, I would love to hear your constructive comments. You leaving a review helps me to reach more people just like you. And it also guides me based on your feedback as to what I can do more of, less of differently to best serve you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you are a regular listener, an even bigger thank you to you. Don't forget to hit subscribe and contact me with your key takeaways what resonated the most in this episode today? What made you feel like, oof, she's got me there? <laughs> and most importantly, what are you going to go away and implement into your leadership, into your professional development and into your personal development? Let me know. You can either screenshot this podcast right now and tag me in your social media platform of choice or just send me a direct message. Seriously, I absolutely love hearing off you and hearing what resonated with you most and what you're going to actually implement. So with that, I will see you in the next episode.